Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Our sponsor is Moxie and Zen. If you head over to moxieandzen.com slash tforce and use the code tforce, you can get 20% off of your order on premium, high quality, and inexpensive boxers. They're made from bamboo to help wick away the sweat, which leaves you feeling fresh. Also, make sure to check out our Patreon, where we have a multitude of different perks. Anyone that signs up for the $5 tier will receive first dibs on any and all tournaments that we host. We'll send out an early access email so you can be at the front of the line to sign up and get onto the rift. The $10 tier will grant you access to special interviews or podcasts that we do. Additionally, $10 will grant you one replay review per month from the podcaster of your choice. Just download the replay file and send it to us via email or private Discord message. With the replay review, you'll get the insight and expertise that the podcasters bring, which will help you optimize each phase of the game. The $15 tier will unlock one live coaching session per month from the podcaster of your choice. Let us know who you'd like to talk to, and we'll set up a way for you to stream your game to them as a member of the podcast walks you through your game. And finally, the $50 tier We'll grant you a one-time guest spot on the podcast where you will be able to give your input on the show agenda and be live on the podcast with the rest of the Trinity Force crew. The money that we collect from Patreon not only helps keep the lights on, but helps to pay for better equipment and promotional materials. If you have any questions for the crew, shoot us an email at qu- uh, questions at trinityforcepodcast.com. You can also head over to our website, www.trinityforcenetwork.com. There you can find a link for our Discord, old episodes, and other Trinity Force Network podcasts. You can also visit our subreddit, r slash tforce network, our Twitter, at tforce network, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash c slash trinity force podcast, or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash tforce podcast, where we're regularly streaming tournaments, community game nights, other league games the podcasters are playing, and even other games occasionally. Finally, on Tuesday nights, make sure to join us in our Discord at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we will be playing and often streaming on Twitch, Community Game Night, for some fun pre-made games and in-house custom matches. Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Yo, it's that Triforce cast beaming straight to your home. Grab a beer so we know Pony drinking alone. Send an email, a quick tweet, just pick up the phone. Leave a message, hit the beep if you're a creep, watch your tone. Discuss the meta game, patch notes, whatever helps your stats most. Obi Pwn Kenobi is your last hope to snatch gold. So grab your headphones and join in the fun. We'll try and force in some jokes and some cringeworthy puns. Yo, we can make it together, people. Trinity Force Podcast. These boys are second to none. Now that's the end of the intro. It's time we've begun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 831 of the Trinity Force Podcast. I am your host, as always, N.A. Eric, and uh, tonight I'm recording this impromptu. I went to edit together episode 831, but there were some audio issues from the other hosts. Um, 
that recorded while, or they recorded last week. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm recording this patch. It's out as of today, I believe, because I'm recording on the evening of Wednesday, December 6th. So, uh, or 6th, 6th, 6th. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to run through the patch. And uh, yeah, and then tomorrow we'll be recording a non-patch note episode for um, everyone to get into. So uh, I guess before that, I guess I should banter with myself a little bit. What have I been up to? Well, um, you haven't heard from me in a, a few weeks other than community game nights. I went and uh, visited my sister in Denmark and haven't had a chance to talk about that on the podcast. So I guess I'll save the, all of that interesting stuff for tomorrow when other people can ask me questions. Um, yeah, did that and then came back uh, last weekend. My girlfriend's parents were in town. We went and saw this... Uh, massive holiday parade in Denver and then the Denver Botanical Gardens were honestly the most magical Christmas experience I've been to or seen in years really it's it's breathtaking if you go on a cold night um, with the light show that they have up the Festival of Lights or whatever it's called it's it's otherworldly um yeah. So, uh, cool. Okay. That's a bit about it. I guess I have played some league recently. I've been playing some to get back into since I was away for a week and then hadn't played that much before then. But, um, yeah, looking, uh, looking forward to the end of the season so we can get into some, uh, new content and, uh, a new tournament coming up soon, which we'll be prepared to announce very soon. Um, but yeah, so I'll get into the patch. This is patch 13.24. This is the last patch of this season, they're saying. And uh, Huey is out. Um, and there is... Uh, Arena is back as well with some a bunch of balance adjustments in Arena. I'm not going to cover the balance adjustments in Arena. There's over 180 of them, and a lot of people don't play Arena. So if you do and you want to check out to see what the nuances are and the differences in that, go read through that yourself. Um, there is a Clash ARAM coming up this weekend, and I'm going to be playing in the Sunday one for sure. So, yeah. But uh, there's a bunch of new skins. Huey is out, and I'll run through Huey as well, but we'll cover him a bit more when we've had a chance to all play him and play against him. So that'll probably be 8.33, if I had to guess. But, uh, yeah, so, okay, first off, um, there's been a cast at maximum range toggle that's been added. So what does that mean? Um, There are some champions who have uh, non, I mean, Almost every champion has non-point-and-click abilities. Okay, they have area-of-effect abilities. Think of Misfortune E, for example, or um, a Velkaz E, or something like that, where it's going at a specific area rather than a pointed skill shot and not a point-and-click. And some of those abilities function that... If you were... If your mouse is out of the max range of the ability, when you cast the ability... Uh, it will your champion will walk until it's in range of that, you know, uh, tile where you put it, where you place the your mouse for it to cast, and then it will cast. Other champions or other champions' abilities will 
even if it's outside of max range, just cast immediately as close as it can to the um, to where you've cast it. So before it was just ability by ability, and you kind of had to know. So uh, I watched a video on a few examples earlier. One of them was Misfortune E. Misfortune E would cast um, at the maximum range, even if it was outside of the range. Now that's a toggle. Before, another example was a Gangplank Barrel. If you cast a Gangplank Barrel outside of his E range, he would walk toward, he would walk until he could cast it at that range where you specified, and then he would throw the barrel. So now it's going to be game-wide. There's going to be a toggle in the settings. So if that's something that you want to min-max and you want to make specific, go ahead and check that out. So that's the first quality of life adjustment, and that's great. So um, Huey is out. I'm not going to run through all of his abilities, but basically he's a paint mage. He has a pretty cool story, actually, too, um, when I read through it. But he has uh, an ability, which is kind of like a Victor R in a way. Um, his Q, W, and E all have uh, three additional types to them. So there's Q, 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 W, Q, E, and then W, Q, W, 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 E, and then E, Q, E, W, E, E. And they all do different things, and there's different combinations and different uh, times when you want to cast them. So go watch through all of that. Uh, there's lots of content that people have already put out. There's content that Riot specifically put out to explain everything about who Huey is and his different abilities. Uh, as I said, we will cover that in a later date. Um, I just don't have the expertise to really give you the full insight on him yet. So there's that. Okay, so the first change, uh, I guess second change. So second change on the Rift is Azir. His W damage is being increased. So AP ratio is the same. It's staying at 55%. The flat damage is staying the same. However, the uh, there is an additional... It used to be plus 50 to 110. Now it is plus 50 to 118. Um, okay, so the damage used to function 2 to 77 from levels 10 to 18, plus 50 to 110. Okay, so there's a... There's a, a damage that scales with level there's then a damage that scales with ability point and then there's an ap ratio on top so their damage they're increasing the damage based on ability point in but it's minuscule it's eight at max so that is every time the soldier's stabbing but they don't do that that i mean it's not going to be that big i don't think this is a smaller nerf um and this is right it says that this is a they're walking back one of the smaller nerfs that he received in patch 13.23 uh so they're just trying to rebalance because they overcompensated so now they're calibrating, which is great. We love to see this. This shouldn't affect his ear all that much. He's still going to be really hard to play, um, but he's still going to be good if you can play him really well. Okay, Braum, getting two changes. His base mana regen is increasing from 6 to 7, and then his R is getting buffed as well. The minimum knockup duration was 0.3 seconds, now it's 0.6, and then the secondary target knockup duration was 0.3 seconds, now it's 0.6. So everyone's getting knocked up 0.6 seconds, as opposed to 0.3, so the, the actual knockup timer is doubled, and he gets a touch more mana regen. Sounds good. He's very good into... He was already fantastic at what he does. He's just very situational, so I don't know why he needs buffs, but I'll trust that they know what they're doing. Um, 
yeah, but this R knockup, it's still not even that long to be knocked up for 0.6 seconds. Like, if it was one or one and a half, it'd be a bigger deal. But 0.6, no big deal. Braum is going to get better, but he's still very situational. You don't go blind Braum. You wait till you see a lot of the field before you pick Braum. Um, okay. Briar getting nerfed again. So... Uh, her base armor is going down from 32 to 30. Her attack speed ratio is changing from 0.644 to 0.669. Uh, but note the attack speed at level 1 is unchanged. So this is the level 2 onwards. This is every time you're gaining an additional, any bit of attack speed. This is, uh, it's slightly less effective. Her Q, Head Rush, the damage is the bonus 80 ratio is the same the flat damage is down it used to be 60 to 200 now it's 60 to 180 her w blood frenzy the bonus attack speed while you're frenzied was 60 to 120 now it's 55 to 115 so a 5% reduction across the board her e chilling scream the damage reduction was 40% now it's 35% and the healing was 10 to 16% of max health now it's 9 to 13% of max health Lastly, her R, so they're touching everything. Uh, the R damage, so the base damage is unchanged. That's still 150 to 450. The bonus AD ratio was 75% bonus AD. Now it's 50% bonus AD. So that went down by a quarter. That's big. Um, or no, that went down by a third, actually. Um, and then the AP ratio, actually, in compensation for that, went up from 110% to 120% AP. So, okay. What is this all meaning? Briar got, uh, she's going to be worse overall in general across the board, regardless of if you're building her AP or AD, because there are build agnostic nerfs here, such as the E damage reduction going down and the healing, as well as the attack speed and the base armor. Um, then there's some additional stuff to lethality or just ad building anyway briar and if you're gonna build ap briar you're gonna get a touch more rewarded on the ultimate but it's still not gonna be that much so overall she's going down a bit more but she's still not gonna be uh that crazy i mean it's still not gonna be that crazy let me actually see what the win rate adjustments have been so um Last patch, she was 51.75% with a 7% pick rate. Now it's a 6% pick rate and 50.7. So she dropped one percentage point. I think she's going to drop a little bit more off of these, but still going to be around uh, a little north of 50, as she should be given how low skill this champion requires, how low of a skill floor and skill ceiling can be a bit higher, but it's pretty point and clicky. So... Um, most of the skill expression you see with Briar is not in mechanics or anything like that. It's in macro. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, okay, Galio, Q, Q, oh my god, Q cooldown decreased. So it was 12 to 10 seconds, now it's 12 to 8 seconds. Small buff for Galio yet again. He's still probably not that great. Um, although, like, tanky Galio in mid apparently is the number one mid laner right now with such a low pick rate. This is surprising to me, I'll be honest. Okay, so he went from 50.3% win rate to 54 on just this. I'm thinking this is, yeah, this is going to be small sample size. Let's see what happens after a few thousand more matches. Um, there's no way that this stays the same. Okay, Gragas, 
Passive cooldown now decreases with level. It used to be 12 seconds all the time. Now it is 12, 10, 8, 6 at level breakpoints 1, 6, 11, and 16. This is a small buff for Gragas. Um, he hasn't been in the greatest spot, but if you're skilled with him, even when he's not good, he can be amazing. Uh, his win rate in jungle went up by 1%. Apparently that's his most popular role. His win rate in top went up by a little over 1%. In mid, his win rate actually went down, but it has a sample size now. Um, so, yeah, Gragas is still good, if you're good with him. I don't think he needed this. I also hate playing against Gragas's. So, um, yeah, he's, he's good. He's very good right now. But he's not brain dead. You can't just pick him up and do really well if you've never played with him before or seen him that much. You definitely have to understand how to use his combos and your different uh, ability haste breakpoints and how to maneuver around his really uh, janky Q, that sort of stuff. Okay, Ivern, base health decreased, E slow decreased. His base health is down by 25, now it's 630. His slow on the E was 50 to 70%, now it's 45 to 65%. Ivern has been very good for years, literal years, and... Um, especially since they changed the jungle to make everyone else slow down, Ivern's ch uh, pathing changed nothing at all because of uh, he just executes the camps. He doesn't actually fight them or anything. So he was the only jungler that net positive gained off of that thing, off of those jungle changes. So, I mean, even if I'm looking, pack five patches, he's had a almost a 53% win rate or a 54% win rate for five patches in a row. Been the number one jungler, low pick rate, but still the number one jungler. He's very, very good. Uh, he's just not played very much. So sure, more buffs are great. I or More nerfs are great. I wish they would nerf him more, honestly. Okay, Cassante. <laughs> this champion is a balanced nightmare. So Cassante, W manage co mana cost decreased and the damage is increased. So mana cost went from 60 to 80 to 40 to 60, so 20 mana less at every rank. And the damage, okay, let's, uh, let me see what exactly is changing here. Okay, so the only things that are changing are the bonus armor and bonus MR ratios, and those were plus 30% before, now they are plus 50% each, uh, and those contribute to the damage. So. He is, he, his W is stronger. It still has a very long cooldown. Um, it's 24 to 16 seconds. And he is still going to be good in the late game. It's not as good early. He hopefully will still, I mean, it, uh, they nerfed him into the ground last patch. So I'm glad they're tuning him up a bit. That being said, when I play top lane, I don't like to see Kasante. So... Okay, uh, Leona. I was actually just talking yesterday about how I never see Leona anymore. So I'm glad to see her actually getting some love here. Okay, uh, Leona. She is getting some bonus armor and MR on her W is increasing, or, and her R damage is increasing. So the R damage is up by 50 at all levels. Flat damage does a little more damage. Cool, whatever. Um, her bonus armor was 20 to 40 plus 20% of her bonus armor. Now it is 20 to 50 plus 20% of her bonus armor. And the MR is the same, 20 to 50 as well. So she's getting slightly more armor 
uh, as she maxes this ability and slightly more MR. However, she still is... She's good, but she's not played all that often. Uh, she's also very counterable if you pick something into it. Plus, she's a lot more of a win-harder type, uh, type of support, it seems like, to me, when I've played against her as, or with her. So... Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that this is good to give her some love. She should be around the 50% win rate mark, given what her kit does. Uh, so I'm glad to see it. Okay, Lucian's E cooldown has been decreased. So it was uh, 22 to 14. Now it is 19 to 14. So it decreases early. This is good, I think, for Lucian players. Um, late. I mean, this is your second max as Lucian players, whether you're playing AP or AD. But, uh, yeah, this, this is a good change overall. Um, keep in mind the cooldown is high because every time he uses an ability, his next two autos reduce the cooldown of his E by, what, one second? Yeah, it's one second. So later on, when this is down to 14 seconds before ability haste and you're constantly throwing out Light Slinger autos, you're able to get this up and be, basically be constantly dashing. It's pretty crazy. So, yeah, he went up by about... 2% with this. So some of that is other changes being made. Some of that is Lucian getting better. And I can't specifically say what it is, but overall he is one of the better performing ADCs right now. Um, if I look in top lane, just because I'm curious, and mid, he is still doing horribly. So basically ADC right now. Okay, Mordekaiser. <clears throat> Okay, um, sorry about that. Just getting a drink. Gotta keep my, gotta keep my throat wet for this. Okay, Mordekaiser. His Q damage has been increased, and the R now reveals the target upon initial cast. So his Q damage, everything is the same except for his AP ratio was sixty percent. Now it's seventy percent, so that's going to do more damage just across the board. And then his R. So it now, as soon as you start the cast, it will reveal the target. Before, if he started to cast R and the target dropped out of vision, his R would cancel. He would still be able to cast it, like he still he wouldn't lose the cooldown, but uh, it would stop it from working. And that was really annoying for Mordekaiser players. So this is a good quality of life change here. I think it's great. Um, his win rate has gone up by about 1%. He has more stats here on his Q. He's a stat check champion, so it makes sense. Not much more to say with Mordekaiser. I guess I could check what he looks like in the jungle. It's still not very good. It's a little bit better than it was, but it's still not very good. Okay, Kiana. Her base mana and mana growth have been increased. She has 50 more mana and 10 more mana growth. This, is, this helps, but um, she's... She still is insanely good the higher up you climb and really bad the lower down you are overall. Uh, she's one of the hardest champions in the game to play really well. So, yeah, but this helps. I mean, it doesn't do anything for jungle Kiana, but this helps her in lane a little bit. It allows good Kiana players to abuse their abilities a bit more because they have 50 free mana, so that's a WQ cast-ish. I think her W is 20 mana, and her Q is 40 or maybe 60. Let me look. Kiana Wiki. Um, 
Her Q is 35 mana, and her W... Well, okay, it's it's always 35, and her W is uh, 25, and that's her second max. So early in lane, it's 50, or 60 mana to do the whole... to do that combo. So that's actually, like, she gets one free WQ in lane. Very nice for Kiana players. Okay, uh, Talon... Talons, range, Q. I guess actually I'm curious. What about Kiana's jungle stats? It went up. Uh, well, now it actually has a pick right now. So hopefully that continues. Talon, range Q now resets Talon's attack timer. So when cast at range, Talon will now reset his attack timer. Um, when you cast it when you're in melee range, he just stabs forward on the target. And then if you cast it while it range not in melee range then he jumps to the target um basically now it'll always give you an auto reset this shouldn't really change anything about talon other than it's a nice quality of life change that probably should have been in there from the beginning talon is in a pretty good spot right now uh this win rate i mean this increases win rate by 0.3 percent but that could just be game specific statistics so um i wouldn't give that any credence but yeah he's in a pretty good spot right now so Go ahead and play him. He's also, I think, a lot of fun. Uh, Jungle Talon is also good. You can play him in top or something if you have a good matchup for it. Um, hmm, there's 10 matches of support Talon with a 70% win rate. Interesting. But yeah, mid and jungle is the bread and butter. And his mid is performing better right now. So go check that out. And what's the build that they're recommending? with? It's uh, not Bruiser. It's Lethality. Okay, cool. Velkaz, bug fixes. Thank God. I've been seeing the Velkaz one trick Azop talk about these uh, and talk about Velkaz issues, so I'm really glad to see that they're actually addressing some of this stuff. Okay, so W, fix the bug where the first half of the riff would fizzle if Velkaz died directly after casting. And then his E, fix a bug where the spell would fizzle if Velkaz flashes or is knocked, backs, knocked back at max range. Tecton and then also uh, his, the E will now spawn at Velkaz's original location if he flashes or is knocked back during the cast, as opposed to being cancelled. So just bug uh, quality of life bug fixes that had been in the game for years, even though um, Freak and other riders had issues understanding that they were in the game, even though Freak was in practice tool and proved that it was there, and he still was like, no, there's nothing wrong with it. Um he was wrong. So I'm glad they're fixing it. The pick, I mean, right now his pick rate went down a little bit there, but this is going to be just sample size because, and maybe a little bit of meta shift because categorically Velkaz is better. Now he has properly functioning abilities. He's good if you can play him well, but he's a very high skill champion. Um, so yeah, uh, go pick him up though. He's a lot of fun. And if you're looking for an Aurelian soul counter, I love to play Velkaz into Aurelian soul. If you're wondering why I'm passionate about a Velkaz, they used to be my main for a while when I would play Ramus Jungle and then go uh, Velkaz and Nico mid with uh, Glacial Augment, the old Glacial Augment, Spooky Ghosts, and GLP. It was a lot of fun, but yeah. Okay, uh, Zeri is getting a buff as well. So, um, lovely. I get to see more Zeri. Her AD growth has been increased and her W damage has been increased. So AD growth was went from 1.3 to 2, and the W base damage has changed. The AP ratios and AD ratios did not change. The base damage is just up by 10 at all ranks. So 
her W hits a little harder, and her AD growth is a little bit better. Um, she her win rate went up by two percent. Couldn't really get much lower, so that's probably good. Um, and her pick rate doubled as well. So, yeah, uh, Zeri's a bit better, which is good because she was awful. Okay. Um, what else is there? That is really it. That's a really fast, uh, wow, that was a really fast patch. I'm under 25 minutes. Damn. Okay. Um, let me see. There are bug fixes though. Let me see if there's anything important here to look at. Oh, fix a bug that caused Draven's R to execute himself if he was in very close proximity to an enemy and the amount of gold accumulated from his passive was greater than his current health. I saw that. He would get his own bounty and stuff too. Um, let me see. Let me see. Fixed a bug that caused Evelyn's Q sound effects to not play when she used it very close to the target. I did notice that. Whoa. Fixed a bug that caused Nico to be able to inherit the attributes of two different units at the same time, causing her to sometimes have 2.5 attack speed. That would be crazy. Fixed a bug that caused Viego to be unable to swap guns if he possessed Ophelios. Fixed a bug that caused some of Orn's upgraded mythic items to not grant stackable unique passives, such as Rod of Ages or Gwinsu's. Okay, that's a problem. Um, cosmetic bug fixes, sound. Uh, yeah, okay. Upcoming skins and chromas. More winter blessed skins. If you haven't seen these before, they're gorgeous. Um... Honestly, all of these look really good. I'm excited to see them all. The Senna one looks the least cool to me. And there's a crystal, Crystalis Modus Ash as well. All right, what do these look like here? Okay, so the Ash, that's cool. That's a cool Ash skin, but it looks very much like Heartseeker. Camille one is nice. The Thresh one is kind of cool. I don't know what he, he looks a lot like um, oh, in Skyrim, the DLC where you go off to the island. He looks a lot like that dragon priest is what I'm getting out of this right here. Um, Santa looks cool. Not much really to, to comment on here. Um, Silas looks awful. I think this looks terrible. Uh how do I say this diplomatically? The chains look like I don't even oh my god, they look like uh they look like beads. It looks like a chain of beads. Use your imagination, folks. Um Wow. Okay. Annie looks good. It looks good. Very nice and regal, and then some of these chromas look more evil. I like it. Very nice skin. Uh, Hackerim, this looks pretty clean as well, although the chromas don't look all that different from one another. That's the problem that I'd say with that. Lucian, this looks very cool, and these are look very... He, almost, he looks a lot like, uh, if people play Baldur's Gate, he gives me, like, Gale vibes from Baldur's Gate 3. And then, um, the different chromas change a lot of that, too. Very cool. And Hui, uh, 
looks good as well. I wish the chromas changed the winter stuff above his head, but other than that, this looks like a solid skin too, and I've seen clips of it in-game. It looks very cool. So, um, yeah, very short episode, but um, needed to get through it. So thanks, everybody, for listening. We have Community Game Nights every Tuesday at 7.15 Eastern time, so uh, please join us for those. We also have um, a Patreon, so go check that out if you like the comment content that we put together to help us pay for you know keeping the lights on and tournament prizes and shit like that lastly if you have any feedback for us you know where to find it or you know where to leave it for us in the feedback thread in our discord or in the uh or you can email it to us at questions at trinityforcenetwork.com so thank you everyone for tuning in i know this is very short it would have been uh, like an hour or so, hour 20-ish, I think, had the audio not had an issue from last week, but it was unsalvageable, so I recorded this. So anyways, this has been episode 831. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to our product and being a member of the Trinity Force Network community. If you have a moment, please head over to iTunes and give your favorite show a comment and a rating. If you're so inclined, you can check out all of the other great shows in the network. We've got a wide variety of content from League of Legends to general gaming and role-playing podcasts. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit under T-Force Network. We've also got a Patreon under that name where you can support your favorite shows with a small donation each month. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy all of the podcasts, videos, and the community that we provided.